The tumultuous tale of Hillsong Church continues as Brian Houston resigns amidst his own allegations of misconduct with women. And the Supreme Court nominee wants to go light on predators and can't answer the question as to what a woman actually is. And we take a look at how Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok have made it cool to bash on your Christian parents. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Now, there are two kinds of people in the world, only two kinds, not black and white, not rich and poor. There are those who are dead in sin, and there are those who are dead to sin. After three nights of unbridled lawlessness across London, the contagion is spreading. The problem is that God has already judged this. He has judged murder already. I don't need to question it. I don't need to ask and wonder what his plan is. We're commanded as Christians not to participate in the works of darkness, but expose them. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of topics. But before we do, I want to let you guys know that on the 2nd and 3rd of April, I will be in Texas, in the San Antonio area, actually in Bull Verde, Texas. So if you want to come and see me speak and visit with some brothers and sisters in Christ in Texas, come on out or actually just go to blessedhopetexas.org and you can find all the details and we will have those also in the description as well. But nonetheless, we have a number of topics to get to. So I want to get right on into this. For those who have been following Good Fight Ministries, you know we have spoken out a lot about Hillsong Church in Australia and really the network that has become Hillsong Church from Brian Houston to Carl Lentz to other pastors as well. The fact is, is that there has been a tumultuous turn in the public now seeing not just the false teachings that Hillsong has been involved in, but also the allegations and the misconduct, some that it has been admitted to, some that has not yet been admitted to. But nonetheless, all of these factors culminating in a documentary series that has come out regarding them, and just two nights ago, the resignation of Brian Houston. And I'm going to read right from the article here. It says, the leader and co-founder of Hillsong Church, Brian Houston, has resigned after two complaints of unwelcome behavior toward women were investigated by the church board. A statement released by the board on Wednesday said it had accepted Houston's resignation and would conduct an independent review of its governance structure and process during a, quote, time of humble reflection. The news followed a statement on Friday that detailed the two complaints made against Houston. About 10 years ago, he sent inappropriate text messages to a staff member who then resigned, according to the board's statement released Friday. It said Houston had a dependence on sleeping pills, from which he has since recovered, and was under the influence of medication when he sent the messages. The second incident happened in 2019 at the annual Hillsong Conference, which take place in Sydney and was opened that year by Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Houston knocked on a hotel door room and spent, quote, time with a female occupant, the board statement said. 
The church investigation found Houston was disoriented after taking anti-anxiety medication beyond the prescribed dose mixed with alcohol. So sadly enough, when we see this, we see a man inebriated and going into a hotel room for 40 minutes with a woman who is not his wife. Now, I want to point this out that this is just heartbreaking for all involved. And the sad news is that when it comes to us believers who truly love the Lord Jesus Christ, these are the stories, these are the headlines that people are going to see. This is what the world will use to show that Christians are just hypocrites. When people have been calling out Brian Houston, the pedophilic nature of our, you know, predatory behavior that has been taking place at Hillsong, even from his father, which was seemingly covered up as well, to the guys like Carl Lentz and others who have misused a number of different finances and so forth regarding Hillsong. And true Christians has been pointing this out all along. But instead, the world will point to this and say, well, this is Christianity, when really it's nothing Nothing like what we read about in Scripture. The only thing that is close to Scripture is the reality that Scripture is the truth, the objective truth. And when you see people that are hypocrites, you recognize that they are going against what the Bible says. When Jesus came out and called people whitewashed tombs, the Pharisees specifically, when he called people children of the devil, right, when he said these statements, over and over again, they were against religious hypocrites. God hates the hypocrites. I remember when that terrible series that so many young people were sharing that went online all over the place by Jefferson Bethke about Jesus hating religion and so forth, as if because people got organized or something, that means that's what Jesus hates, not the hypocrite and the liar. And, and anyways, but these, these modicums and these, these ideas and these maxims that really hide true theology a lot of times from people, and they sound so good on the surface. They sound like, yeah, I can get behind that because even the world accepts what you're saying there when really it's just fluff and nonsense with no doctrinal biblical background because pure and undefiled religion that Jesus does not, does not hate— without a doubt, that he didn't come out against, is taking care of the orphans and the widows and doing what the church, the body of believers, not only as a worldwide body, ecclesia, but also local bodies, is supposed to be practicing. Those things are not what Jesus hates. This sort of hypocrisy, Jesus hates. And by the way, for those who want to get in ministry or do anything for Jesus, for those who want to share the gospel, for those who want to counsel others, for those who want to get in the word and share it with their loved ones, Satan will attack you. Satan will come at you in a myriad of ways. And when your heart is not moved by what the scripture says and simply moved by inclination and feelings, you will be duped. You will be taken away. So often in so many of these groups and so many of people we've counseled over the years that were involved in a lot of this fluffy, guffy, weird theology, stuff that's not grounded in biblical Christianity and a study of the scriptures, so often it is the heart, that wicked heart that leads them astray, the flesh and its desires, its lust that leads them away from their wife or their husband 
And because they have these feelings and their theology is based on feelings rather than the objective standard of the word of God, they are taken captive by those feelings. And then Satan uses those feelings. And when they begin to have feelings that are even of the sexual nature of someone else, they are taken captive by them. Their mind is not sober. It is not vigilant. Obviously, um, his mind was not sober and vigilant. This is just heartbreaking. And as I said, we could go down the list of betrayal here, starting with Frank Houston, moving over to Brian Houston, and then going over to Carl Lentz and the like, because it all comes from a foundation of sand. It's not built on the rock of Jesus Christ, his word, which he says sanctifies us, sanctify them in thy truth, thy word is truth, John 17, 17. These things are so important, and we can hearken this. And if every 5.11 News episode we ever make here at Good Fight Ministries comes, and you say, all I heard the whole time was I need to get into the word of God, then I've done my job. Because that's what we need to do. Because if I just go with my feelings, my heart's going to be broken all the time. I need to lay aside the deeds of the flesh. I need to render the old man dead. I need to die daily and crucify my flesh to the cross so that I do not give in to its lust because Satan will use this. He will use this and he will point and he is the accuser of the brethren. He will try to get you to fall. Even if you're a faithful believer, he will attempt to get you to fall. Don't give in. Don't give up. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Don't give in the way those at Hillsong have seemingly over and over again given in. And if you guys are somebody, maybe you're listening to this, you're like, what's going on? How am I supposed to feel about this? And you're somebody who has gone to these, these Zoe churches or you know Hillsong churches or affiliations and so forth. Guys, it's a perfect time to go back to the Word of God and find a biblical church with brothers and sisters in Christ who are faithful to His Word. It doesn't mean that they are perfect, but it means they are following and seeking after the perfect one. It means that you are going and seeking with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength the one true God, and then you will love your neighbor as yourself. And I encourage you, don't just throw away the truth of God's Word because of the lies that people are living. Turn aside from their hypocrisy, recognize that all that proves, don't put your any, any trust in man, and all that proves when some man falls that way, all it proves specifically is that the word of God is true and that Jesus is the only one who does not let you down because man always will. And I just want to encourage you in that because this is important for us to really understand. And I think for the body of Christ right now, to recognize these things and be ready. This is why this this show exists. Be ready. If you're in the workforce, people are going to talk about this. People are going to say, oh, you're just like that. You're just like them. Or, you know, oh, that all the Christians are just hypocrites. That's why I don't go to church. Whatever nonsense they need to do to fulfill the deeds of the flesh so really they can go fishing on Sunday or whatever it is, the reality is, is that we need to have a true biblical answer to say, no, that's not biblical Christianity, and we have stood out against this, and Jesus was against all of this, specifically infidelity. Just absolutely heartbreaking. And speaking of heartbreaking, when we look here at what's going on right here in the United States, we have been watching a hearing uh, this last week. A lot of us have seen this. Uh, Kentanji Brown Jackson has been is going to be appointed, more than likely, 
uh, to the Supreme Court. And a couple of questions that should be foundational in our understanding um, should be just simple to answer. Um, a lot of times it seems very hard because, I mean, really, we're living in just a wacky Looney Tunes world. What's up, Doc? I thought there's a tacit admission that happens in the question taking place right here. And I want to give a little background before we hear the answer that Kentanji gives concerning uh, what a woman is. And this is in context. You're only going to hear a small clip and hear her answer. This is in context of asking what a woman is by definition because what just took place at the NCAAs for swimming. That William, who now goes by Leah and claims to be a woman, William Thomas decided that he was no longer a he, decided he is a she, and then got to go and compete and win a national title over a bunch of women. And so it is good to know what a Supreme Court justice believes concerning the definition of being a woman, specifically because she was probably nominated because she is a woman. That's the truth. That's what Joe Biden said he was going to do, was nominate a black woman, and that's exactly what he did. Not that she doesn't have some sort of credentials and so forth, but if you can't answer the definition of what a woman is, I think you probably shouldn't belong, forget on a Supreme Court. You probably need to go sit down in a school until you can figure it out, but it only should take five minutes. But sadly enough, this has been a big issue, even in Christendom, because there are people that I would say, instead of just giving a biblical answer and be like, no, the Bible's very clear, God made them male and female, male and female, God created them. There is no, oh, I made them, I forgot, you know what, they're actually this identity, this will make them happy if they can figure out how to dress like a woman. Deuteronomy 22.5 says it's abominable for men to dress like women, it's abominable for men, for women to dress like men, and so forth. And sadly enough, this has come to light in the conversation in Christendom even. And in fact, some people, I think, do get into a, a harsh reality that isn't a loving approach to say, hey, you are living a lie, and the culture is pushing lies upon us and telling us, yes, 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 you have to trust this, you have to believe this, and you have to state this. All the while, all they're doing is harming people like William, telling them that, you know what, you believe this lie and we're going to let you believe it. And it's and it's really dangerous to do that, especially when you look up some of the rates of those who take their own lives in that movement. But nonetheless, a recent comment was made by none other than the lead singer, Chris Llewellyn, of the Christian band, Rend Collective. And I will be honest with you, before this, there's some songs that I wondered have to do with dominionism, such as, you know, build your kingdom here and, and, and whatnot. But that was more me surmising that. But nonetheless, when it comes to Rend Collective, I saw this come up and the fact that Chris Llewellyn, the lead singer, actually stated this concerning someone coming out against William, who goes by Leah Thomas, winning a national title over a bunch of men. And this was from his story on his Instagram. Quote, however you feel about the implications for sports, a wider conversation for sure, calling a trans woman a man is hateful, 
unkind. Don't participate in this kind of speech. History won't be kind to you. Now, if you might have remembered that we actually covered the idea of somebody saying, well, history won't be on your side, that has been a common theme of those who want to push for homosexual marriage, who want to push for LGBTQ rights and so forth. That has been a common theme. You need to be on the right side of history. And he's pushing the same sort of jargon. Sadly enough, these are the the, the people that so many Christians are worshiping with, right? That they're teaching and admonishing one another with psalm sins and spiritual songs, and then we are singing their music only to find out that Chris Suellen not only supports this nonsense, because that's what it is, calling a trans woman a man when they are a man is not unloving and unkind. It's speaking the truth, and we should not be living by lies. We shouldn't lie to people and tell them, yes, that's totally fine. You're a unicorn, son, because you dressed up as one. It's it's heartbreaking, and it's unkind, unloving, and you are helping send people to hell, Chris, and that's the reality. And when I look at your Instagram page and, of course, see that you quote Eugene Peterson, the writer of the Message Bible, then everything begins to take a better understanding of where you're coming from. And this is the sad deconstruction movement starting all over again. This is just the liberal portion of it that still wants to cling and hold on and say, yes, but I'm still a Christian, but, right? It, it really is a sad thing. And I'm sorry, Ren Collective, I won't be listening to your music anymore. And that is heartbreaking. And I do pray that you do repent and that you do put your trust back into the Word of God if you ever had it. Or if you've never had it, go actually and understand that Jesus really cares about his word. He does believe the words that are written, and we need to go back to them and be loving in a way that matches with Scripture. So let's play this clip, because as I said, Kentanji Brown-Jackson gives a tacit admission of what gender truly is, even in this clip where she claims to not know what a woman is. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Yeah. Did anyone notice that? The fact that she said, I'm not a biologist? which is a tacit admission that biology determines what a woman is. Right. I mean, that's, that's really what she's saying there. But, I mean, I watched Kindergarten Cop as a kid. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. And I remember a scene where a little kid in the Kindergarten Cop explains to Arnold Schwarzenegger what a woman has versus what a man ha- a man has. And he was probably five years old. And I think everyone here knows that. And I think she could have done a better job. I believe it's Blackburn there asking the question. I think she could have asked her, how does it feel being the first uh, black woman uh, to be on the Supreme Court? And then simply asked her um, <laughs> if she is a woman and then ask her to define that. That would have been quite interesting to see what kind of answer she gave. 
But I also want you to see this other clip because even though she can't figure out what a woman is, uh, she does know what children are and she does know what predators are. And yet watch her minimize the idea. And by the way, she's going to be right there making judgments on the highest court in the United States and watch her talk about how terrible it is that when people search up child stuff, trying not to get this video taken down, that they could actually have, they could actually have a terrible sentence put on them for looking and downloading some pretty nasty stuff. On the internet, with one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Cut. Good. I understand. Absolutely Senator, good. I hope you are. To do good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years. If you're on the Internet trolling for images please. of children and sexual exploitation. So, so you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that's horrible thing. What- wow. If that isn't disgusting, I don't know what is. I mean, really, when you look at that and hear that. Well, it's just 15 minutes. You can ruin 50 minutes of your life. But what about the children that are being exploited there? And how long, if you're watching those videos and so forth, how long until you want to exercise those things? What if it's only 15 minutes that changes a little child's life forever? Forever. When a child is touched that way. I mean, just think about the things you're saying. And these are the people that are going to be running this country. And guess what? That's probably exactly what we deserve um, with the wickedness that we've allowed in this country when it comes to the murdering of babies, when it comes to all of the different just absolutely heartbreaking things that have, have happened here, not to mention some of the things we've done on foreign ground as well over the years for money. But nonetheless, it's heartbreaking. And speaking of heartbreaking, And I think this goes alongside of uh, Chris Llewellyn as the Rent Collective singer, that it seems as though social media has come to a place where it allows, and not only allows, but it has really become a harbinger. It really has become a very popular source for people to be able to trash their Christian parents, brag about it online, and then everyone like and share it. And it is one of the saddest things to watch and to see so many people that have parents that absolutely love them and tried to raise them up in the Lord. There is no parent that is perfect. I mean, I can tell you that right now as a parent of four, I know personally no parent is perfect, but I know that people do love their children and they want their children to know the Lord and they want their children to be raised up in the Lord And they try to keep them from the stains of the world. And yet so often once those children, and like I said, no parent is perfect. So there will be some missteps that we have and that we we do uh, as a parent. And there'll be missteps that have have happened to you as, as an adult or as a younger person that watches this show. But nonetheless, that doesn't give you the right to dishonor them. And the fact that social media has made it such a platform for this, 
with your little TikTok videos and with your music and your voiceovers and the type and and whatever nonsense that goes on there where you get to bash and make fun of your parents for the dumb things they did to you or they kept from you. It really is heartbreaking. And I was looking at a couple of texts from Scripture that really stuck out to me. And one of them starts in Proverbs 30, starting at verse 11 through 17. And it says this, it says, There is a kind of man who curses his father and does not bless his mother. There is a kind who is pure in his own eyes, yet is not washed from his filthiness. How often do I see so many of these deconstruction, these liberals now who have left the faith of Jesus Christ, and that's them. They're pure in their own eyes, but really they're they're not washed from their filthiness. Verse 13, there is a kind, oh, how lofty are his eyes. And his eyelids are raised in arrogance. There is a kind of man whose teeth are like swords and jaw teeth like knives to devour the afflicted from the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters. Give, give. There are two things that will not be satisfied, four that will not say enough. Guys, I just want to point that out. So many of these videos are people that have literally leached off their parents that live in their basement and then make videos about how terrible and stupid they are. Oh, these baby boomers, these, you know, whatever. And they're leeches. All they know is give and give, and all they do is want and want and want, and then they curse their own parents. They use them to pay their college tuition so that they could turn against the one true God and now mock their parents with the very money that was used to bring them to that mockery. Well, but back to verse 15, there are three things that will not be satisfied, four that will not say enough, Sheol and the barren womb, earth that is never satisfied with water, and fire that never says enough. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. Proverbs twenty twenty says, he who curses his father or his mother, his lamp will go out in time of darkness. And I want to point this out, that this is precisely, precisely the recipe that we are given in terms of what we look at for the end times pie, so to speak. This is the recipe. I want you to look at this because this also happens from the father as well, the father and the mother being unloving and so forth. But listen to these these qualifications given for the end times apostasy, these qualifications for the difficult times that will come. And this is what Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 3. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. People will be lovers of self, lovers of money. Now, I want to point those out first and foremost from a parent's perspective. How many parents are too busy on their phone? How many parents are too busy making that next dollar, watching guys like Gary V and Grant Cardone and these guys, these motivators online that only care about money, and that's what they're thinking about, is to be motivated to make that next dollar, so many so many of which that are motivated to make that next dollar that they don't even get a family and children and get to die alone next to their money, if they ever even get it. It says that they're boastful, arrogant, slanders. Check this out disobedient to parents. That is an end times recipe. Ungrateful. What did it say of them? They, the leech has two daughters, give and give. They're ungrateful. They're unholy. 
They're unloving, making these videos, these disgusting videos, irreconcilable. They can't be reconciled to the very parents that they're wronging. Malicious gossips, making videos on TikTok, Twitter, and so forth, without self-control, can't even stop themselves from doing it. They're brutal, haters of good, they're treacherous, they're reckless. By the way, that's not a characteristic of God's love for us. Just want to point that out. They're conceited, they're lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such people as these. If you haven't ever seen a few texts that sum up so much of social media culture and the videos you see from the ex-evangelical crowd and so many of those who have left the Christian faith, many of which were never a part of it in the first place, but simply badmouth it, I think you have your recipe here and you find it. Right there. And all it does is prove the very thing that we've been talking about in this 511 News. And that's the fact that God's word is true. Jesus died for your sins according to the scripture. He rose again on the third third day according to the scriptures, not in some private thing, not in, in some meeting, not in some vision, but he did this in public so that you could know that you can be saved in Jesus Christ. This has been Chad Davidson, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.